0: Very good time, it's ritual. Okay, and the hadith is dead. How are you? See, are you all right? Nice to see you, and it is fine, but we can't just leave it like that. We I really, I, I, to me, if we start at mine, so people who want to leave by 11, half past 11, they can leave, especially those who cannot drive and they need to take buses. So, my buses is just nightmare, yeah, especially for ladies, but inshallah. So tell them. Yeah, we'll start early today, inshaAllah. We'll do do something inshallah. Daniel is here. If we can start at nine mine? Sure? please. Yes, please. Everyone and come for
1: nine, okay? Please. I can't we'll start on my own. <laughs> no, no, we need to, to come so early.
0: Those who want to start early, just come and I will be there early so we can finish early. By the time we finish and we go, then the other brothers will
1: come. don't uh, make you stay I don't know. <laughs>
0: I will just leave. <laughs> okay salamu alaikum. Well, First of all I want to say I'm sorry I'm late. I had a meeting to go to and I was trying my best to be here at Alhamdulillah Rabbil alamin. three o'clock but it was not easy. Transport is difficult. So I would be laying al Shaitan al Rajim Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wasalatuam Allah Asharafil Ambiy al mursalin Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa salamataslim Qatira. رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني قولي رب يوزعينا نشكر أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي وأن أعمل صالحا ترضاه وأصلح لي في ذريتي وعليكم السلام إني تبتو إليك وإني من المسلمين اللهم ان نسألك علما نافعا وقلبا خاشعا ونورا صاطعا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل دا والقنع عن الناس أياسك الله سبحانه وتعالى to make it easy for all of us and those who are suffering all over the world, may Allah remove their suffering Amen. and whatever dilemmas they are going through, or difficulties, or whatever calamities is overcoming them, may Allah remove it and make it easy for them and put mercy in our hearts so that we can be able to support them and help them. <laughs> Milah Rahman Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamin, Arrahman Rahim, Maliki Omidin, Yakana Abudu, Yakanestain, Edina Surat al Mustakim, Surat al Levin, and Amta Ali him, Raydin Magubi Ali him, all of Amin. Now, this is supposed to be Salam Sunday, but today is Salam Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, tomorrow I'm not going to be able to come. But So, inshallah, rather than stopping it and leaving it until the end of next month, I thought it would be better to do it now. Now, when I was given the idea of speaking here to the people who come, I thought it would be better to always just speak one word. That will be significant enough for people to listen to what the Almighty Allah says about this word. And what do we find in the Qur'an? The word of God and the Hadith, the sayings of our Prophet ﷺ. Peace and blessings be upon him. We took many words, such as Salam is peace, Taqwa, piety. Okay, Qalb, heart, and others. But this week, I thought it would be very ideal to speak about something to me being taken in a very bad shape in the modern world we live in, which is, in Arabic, Sadaqa. Saad, Dal, Alif, Qaf, Ta. Sadaqa. There are some Asian who call their girl Sadaqa. Sadaqa meaning? Friendship. So if you meet a girl called Sadaqa, her name is Friendship. Okay, in English, meaning. Wa alaikum salam Sadaqa, to me, is so important. Although there are many other ways Of knowing people Okay So I'm going to speak about it But before I speak about this word I want to go and listen To what the Quran tells us In Surah An-Nahl Okay, the bees Verse 89. mine Allah addresses his messenger Peace be upon him by saying أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ونزلنا عليك لكل شيء O Muhammad, peace and blessing be upon you. We have revealed unto you the book, the Holy Word of Allah, which is collected in what we call Al-Quran, or the recitable. Tibyana li clarification for everything. The Quran, anything you can find in the Quran. I promise you, anything. Wahudan wa rahma, and a guidance and a mercy. When I was doing my degree in university, I was doing uh, one of the courses I did, I did math, and when they asked me to do my last piece of writing, they said, choose a subject. So I gave my title in, and suddenly everybody jumped on my throat. My subject was mathematics in the Quran. So I said, what is this? Are you joking? I said, why? I said, what do you mean mathematics in the Quran? There's no mathematics in the Bible, there's no mathematics in the Torah. How could there be mathematics in the Quran? I said, let me prove to you. And I wrote a huge document detailing yani, numbers in their different ways are mentioned and talked about in the Quran. Arithmetics, computing, the word computing is in the Quran. So that you will be able to count the number of years and the computations of numbers. So, everything is in the Quran. I promise you. But we need to find ways of looking deeper into the knowledge itself. Because the Quran is the word of God. If you don't understand it, you look into the Hadith. If you don't understand it, you look into the interpretation of the people who interpreted the word of the Prophet. Peace be upon him. But this Quran is guidance in the sense that if you need to be guided from A to B, you can find the solution okay, to your problem to be guided there. Straightforward. There's no doubt about it. In anything, any aspect. I just passed a shop and while I was uh, passing by, I went to buy something from the shop and I saw in the door written a verse of the Quran. So I said to the shopkeeper, MashaAllah, did you write this yourself? It's written in Arabic but not very any clear writing. He said, no, somebody gave it to me. I said to him, are you asking Allah to increase your sustenance? He laughed. He said to me, somebody gave it to me. I said to him, I'm sure you put it here so that more customers will come. He said, yes. I said to him, there are others that are stronger than this. (laughs) Do you know? He asked me. I said to him, well, I think I know a little bit. If I pass again, I'll give you something. If this is bringing you 10 customers, that will bring you a thousand. (laughs) He couldn't stop talking to me.
1: <laughs>
0: Where are you from, my brother? He said, I'm from India. So it's nice, you see. This is the way that we should deal with people. But it's, imagine, I got to know something in my field, but this person is putting it open there, which is nice. Okay, It is Quran. What I read is Quran, but I could read it, I could understand it. So it is a guidance. And it's a mercy as well. In the sense that, anything you go through in your life, you require mercy for it to be really achieving its fruits. Without mercy, there is no fruits. Okay? Therefore, the rain, when it comes from the heaven, is mercy. The vegetation, when it comes out of the ground, is mercy. The wind, when it blows to carry out, okay, it is duty of moving the clouds and the rest, okay, for pollination, whatever, is mercy. The journey of the birds and the bees, okay, from and the place to place, north to south, okay? Looking for it is time to come together, to mate, to produce. It's a mercy. Everything is a mercy. But we don't understand. If it is hot, we complain. If it is cold, we complain. If it is raining, we complain. Everybody. In Spain, in the summertime, everyone complains it is dry. You see today, too much rain. Too much flooding. People are complaining. Man... Nothing will fill his eyes but the dust. لا عين ابن آدم إلا التراب. It's what we say in Arabic. Nothing will fill his eyes, only the dust. When he is buried and the dust goes into his eyes, that's it. But he's always looking, searching, wanting, and never feeling the way of giving. That can only come through the mercy and that we can learn. And the most important thing that the Quran Spoke about an interaction with others, let it be they are humans or non humans. I promise you, even the Quran, if suddenly we're confronted with aliens from Mars or Jupiter or anywhere else, you'll find the way of how to deal with them in the Quran because the Quran speaks of an entity that none I think know about, and something they know which is. Living with us on this earth, which we call the jinn. The jinn to us are aliens, but they're there for every human living. There is 10 of the jinn. When they say somebody is haunted or a place is haunted, it's not just haunted by a spirit of human beings who passed away or wicked human beings. No, human beings, once they pass away, they pass away. But there are other spirits that live with us, but we don't see them, we don't know them. Allah said in the Quran, He, Allah, Almighty God, creates that which you know and that which you have no knowledge of. That which you know not. This is what Allah told us in the Quran. Okay? And therefore, interaction is important. But interaction with humans can come in different ways. For example, <coughs> your parents. Your grandparents, your uncles, your aunties, your cousins, your nephews, your spouse, your husband or your wife, your children, your cousins, okay, your neighbors. These are all known. In all cultures, this is well known, taught, documented, how to deal with each person or persons, groups, okay, or individuals, or communities that is weighed. Okay? And nothing that really make the world a terrible place than when these interactions are used only for the benefit of the one, rather than extending, extending it to others. When you are only becoming selfish, wanting from those people, your parents, wanting from your family, wanting from your friend, wanting from your neighbor, but you are not willing to share or give, it becomes a wicked thing. And the Quran speaks about it. <laughs> And I'll explain later on, maybe further on that. However, when you interact with the unknown person whom you get to know, either as a companion in a journey, what we call Rafiq in Arabic, or a companion, okay, whom you study with, or somebody whom you work with, like a colleague at work, which we call in Arabic zamil. Okay? Or you go further, somebody who become a close friend, which is sadiq. And this is what I'm going to talk about today. And there are many. In Arabic, mashallah, the language is so broad. Every interaction with anybody, it has okay a link to something. Okay? And it has a name. And we need to take it according to what the Quran tells us, how that relationship should be taken. For example, you should never say you know somebody unless you have been in a condition with them that is one of those three. That you lived with them in the same place, that you traveled with them, or that you have done business with them. So if you lived with them, you know how they are. In their nature, are they gentle? Are they lenient? Are they harsh? Are they wicked? Do they lie? Do they speak the truth? If you travel with them, you will learn more. Are they patient? Are they tolerant? Are they able to help? Are they supportive? Some the people you travel with, they have nothing to carry and you are struggling carrying your bag and they will not say, Can I help you? They just watch you. It makes me feel sad. Seriously. So, you get to know when somebody you are traveling with. And on the other hand, when you deal in business with somebody, buying, trading, selling, whatever, you get to know are they honest? Are they truthful? Are they able to deal with you in an honest way? Because in this modern world, cheating and lying is considered to be clever. I don't think so. I think it's shrewd. Shrewd, meaning it's wicked. In being clever. Because to cheat somebody is not of the nature of the human being Allah has created. Hence our Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, مَنْ لَيْسَ مننا. Whoever cheats is not one of us. Okay? Now, in the Quran, the word, Sadiq is mentioned twice. Friendship is one thing, but the person who becomes a friend Allah mentioned him in the Quran only twice. In two surahs. And I will mention them. Okay. Number one. Surah Al-Shu'ara. The poets. Verse 101. مِن صَدِيقٍ حميم. Who is speaking here? These are the people who find themselves deficient of having a lot of good deeds in the Day of Judgment so that they can be able to go to paradise, nor someone who can salvage them from the torment of the punishment that they're going to receive. Nobody is going to intercede on their behalf. So what they will say, now, today, in this life which we did not really work for, perhaps don't believe in, we have no intercessors, nor any loving friend. Today, when we are... St- standing before Allah and we are in difficulty because we have not enough sufficient good to take us to heaven and we have nobody to ask Allah to forgive us and to take us to heaven to intercede on our behalf even a good friend a close friend we don't have this is to show how important a friend is Allah will never mention it unless it is important and I will explain further in Surah al nur the light Verse 61 Allah speaks about eating Many brothers might come here Or sisters And they say Brothers and sisters What are you doing? Shame on you You call yourself Muslims And we will be shocked Why? You are free mixing What do you mean by pre mixing? Oh you are sitting together Men and women Oh do you understand? For mixing by when people, women and men sit together, yeah, it's their understanding, which is wrong. Otherwise, in the greatest place on the land, the most blessed Mecca, and in the most blessed house, the fairest that was built to the world, to mankind, in awwal Indeed, the fairest house that was erected at the blessed home as a guided or a place of guidance, okay, to all the creation was the one in Mecca, which is the Kaaba. When you go there, people are sitting together. So, what do you mean by that, free mixing? This is my question to the person who will question us. Now, there is a place here that tells you the position of a friend in Islam is so important that when it comes to eating, your friend can eat with you and your family. I used to visit a Saudi friend. In Saudi Arabia, have got cultural rigid ways of separating the two sexes, men and women. In my country, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, those who brought Islam to us, taught us what's right and what's wrong, and so we know how to interact. But when I go there, sometimes you don't even see the people. And if I see my sister or my mother or my niece in the city I don't know who is she. Seriously. How, how would I recognize her? So I used to go to him, and one day I read this verse to him. And I promise you, since that time, whenever I visit him, I will sit with his family and eat. And whenever he comes to my house, because whenever I used to invite him to sit with us, he used to a little bit feel awkward. I said to him, why? You're a friend. I consider you a friend. Listen to what Allah says. The blind is not to be questioned. not the one who have a physical disability. not the one who is sick. not even yourselves, and that you eat together in your home. Or you can go and eat in your father's home. Or you can go and eat in your mother's homes. Your brothers. Your sisters. Your uncles. Your aunties. Your uncles. From your mothers. Your brothers. Or the brothers of your mothers your mother's sisters, or that which your hand possess, or your friend. Or your friend. Allah is giving us a clear indication of teaching. All those who are mentioned, okay, we can go to their home, alaikum salam and sit and eat with them. What did Allah say about eating them? Later alaykum junah. and aw ashtata. There is no sin over you to eat together or separate. You can eat separate or you can eat together. Now this tells me my uncle is important, my auntie is important, my brother is important, my parents of course, my grandparents, all those people are important. But why did Allah add the friend? Unless the friend have a very good, important position in Islam. Don't call anybody a friend unless they are really Me. your friend. Not all the companions were friends to the Prophet. He had only one friend. You know who he was? You all know. What is his name? Abu Bakr al siddiq I didn't have to tell you. You don't say Umar. You don't say Uthman. You don't say Ali. You all said Abu Bakr. Because he was his friend. Why wasn't Umar his friend? Why wasn't Ali his friend? They were his companions. He loved them all. He gave them all whatever he can give them. But Abu Bakr was something very very special because he was a friend. And a friend in Islam requires a little bit of an attention that we need to understand today inshallah in this session and this talk. Biiznillahi ta'ala. No. the main fundamental way of dealing with people in Islam is to do good to whoever you deal with, let it be a human or non-human. If you deal with a dog, you don't bark at the dog, you don't shout at the dog, you don't hit the dog, you treat the dog with respect, otherwise he might bite you, you see, be careful. Islam tells us to treat everyone and everything with respect. People in general. Whether you know them or not, you are not a Muslim unless you greet them and share your food with them. For Rasulullah said, Islam is sharing your food and conveying salam to those whom you know or you don't. This is it. When you travel in the Muslim lands, people will always say, Salamu alaikum. In fact, somebody walking across the road, on the other side, and you're walking there, Salamu alaikum. I always tell people, whenever I used to travel with my children when they were young, and I'm walking in Edge of a Road or Oxford Street and I see Sudanese people, sometimes I across the road I say, Salam alaikum. My daughter will ask me, Do you know them, Dad? I said they're from Sudan. But you don't know them. I said, No. I know them because I recognize them as Muslims, I must say salam to them. If it is the culture of the people to convey salam or not, we must always convey salam, Even in their own language. Hello, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening. Anything, in any language. That is Islam. You must <coughs> greet. Islam is about greeting people because it's the key that opens the door for a relationship. Don't you know... When you are sitting in a place and you do not greet the person and suddenly you feel like talking to them, find it very hard because the door is locked. So the best thing is to say, How are you? Are you alright? Yeah, that's it. Then the door is open for you to conversate or talk to the person easily. Conversate with them in any language that they understand and they will answer you back. But in this relationship, you must do good. Allah says in the Quran, وَأَحْسِنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And you must always do good. For indeed Allah loves the good doers. So when you are interacting with people or others, you must always interact with goodness. Please, take it from me. Anything that you do to others will reflect upon you. So do good, you receive good. وَمَا إلا ال... oh, You know. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Okay? And the reward of doing good is only good. As the said in the hadith, Tab'a khairan لا والله, you do good and you expect to get evil in return? No by Allah. You will never receive evil but you will receive good. Shara talqa khaira, and you do evil and then you expect to get good? لا والله, you will never receive good if you do evil. Evil will bring evil and good will bring good. That is the way of Rasulullah. Okay? But the most important thing for me, the Prophet said, Adina al Mu'amala religion is interacting with others. How to interact with others is so important. Whoever this person is, okay? However short time you know them, you must. There is a hadith that I always tell myself and remind myself of, in which Rasulullah is reported to have said Indeed Allah will question a person About the companionship With someone That was Kept for one hour For the duration of one hour You accompany somebody for one hour And you never see them again In the day of judgment Allah will ask you About this companionship How did you deal with this person How did you interact with this person you did good, you receive good. You did evil, you receive evil. This is very, very important. Now, let's come to the topic of Sadaqa. Sad. as I always like to link those letters of the word I'm using to the name of Allah. Sabur, Allah is patient. Allah is patient. Sadiq. Allah is truthful. Allah said to the Prophet sallam, Some people might ask, why, when you finish reading the Quran, you say, "Sudh Allahul A'zim." Some people say this is bid'ah. It's <laughs> not bid'ah. It's from the Quran. Allah told the Prophet sallam, to say, "Sudh Allahul A'zim." Allah said to him, "Qul Sadaq Allah." This is the verse from the Quran. Allah said to the Prophet ﷺ, say him, "Qul Sadaq Allah." Say, "Allah has spoken the truth." And indeed, Allah is the truth. So Allah is Sabur, patient. And Allah is sadiq, truthful. Dal, Allah is daim. Allah is forever lasting. Allah is there always. He was, there was nothing. He is, there is nothing. He will be, there will be nothing. Without Him, there is nothing. We are existing because of His existence. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alif is first? Allah is first. Allah is last. And He is unique. Abad and He is forever going to be there. قاف. Allah is Qayyum, the one who is looking after everything that He has created. Everything that He has created, He is taking care of. Qahar, he is dominant. He dominates everything. Qadir and Qadir. He is the most able and capable of doing anything. Wahoo ala kulli shayin Qadir. Anything for Allah is simple and easy. Tawab, the letter Ta. And he is the one who will accept our seeking of forgiveness. When we apologize to him, he will never say, I'm not accepting. He will always accept you. Okay. These are the names of Allah. So, to me, because the Prophet says, تخلقوا بأخلاق الله Conduct yourself by the conduct of Allah. How do we know the conduct of Allah? The conduct of Allah is from the attributes. But the attributes, not all of them we can take. But some of them we can use to behave accordingly. So from these names, as if Allah is telling us, When you have a friend, be patient with them. When you have a friend, be truthful to them. When you you have a friend, always that goodness between you, keep and keep forever. When you have a friend, remember, he is the only one that you can always pour your secret to. So keep him sheltered. Not exposing him. No saying thing behind his back. As you do not want that to fall upon yourself. Also, if is telling me that you should always oppress your bad feelings towards your friend. Oppress your selfish desires and demand when it comes to Fighting, arguing, putting down, exposing your friend. Remember, they were friends. You don't do that. And continuously do the good that you used to do. Remember the good that they have done for you. And when they commit a mistake, they sinned against you. However big that sin is, forgive them. For Allah is the one who forgives your sin. However big the sin is, Allah will forgive it. In Allahi Akfur Danuba, Allah forgive all sins. If your friend is truly your friend, you will find it in your heart to forgive them. I never think a friend will not find it to forgive their friend. Unless they are not friends. Because your friend is closer than your brother. You understand that? A friend is closer than a brother. Because what you expose to your friend in the true friendship, you will never say to your blood brother. I promise you That's the idea There is something very very special Because friendship is spiritual When Abu Bakr صديق, عن, Was trying to move himself And go to Medina in, in migration And people were moving from Mecca And the Prophet was giving them permission Every time Abu Bakr was coming to the Prophet Ya Rasulullah When shall I go? Wait When shall I go? When everybody left Except for very few people Who are unable to go And Ali ibn Abi Talib Whom the Prophet wants him to guard Okay Those things he was entrusted with To return back to the owners Then he came to work with Siddiq And said to him Now The companionship Will be true companionship Because you are a friend You will accompany me And Subhanallah They couldn't just go out. And the Prophet ﷺ was not a coward. He was so courageous. But he took his time to do this journey in many days so that the others would not feel courageous and come out. And then the mushrikeen, the idol worshippers, would kill them. So they went to the cave inside Mecca, the cave of Thawr. And they hid there. And the daughter of Prophet Asma', used to bring them the food. And there was a shepherd who used to come with his goats Okay, around the cave so that nobody could feel there anybody inside. And one day, when they were coming, the mushrikeen and looking in that area, Abu Bakr said to him, Ya Rasulullah, I could see from the cave their feet. If one of them is to put his head down, they will see us. The Prophet addressed him and said to him, Ya Abu Bakr, Ma bi'uthnain Allahu thalitha huma? What do you think of two? Allah is their third. Forget about Allah when you are alone, He is with you. When there is two, Allah is their third. The Quran, things like that. Or the presence of God at that position. To me, the understanding here, when there are two people who are so close, loving to one another, caring so much, they want to save one another, and one of them will put his life for his friend, definitely Allah will be there for them. And it was proven in the cave. Abuqar was not a coward. Frightened from the Mushrikeen. I can prove that to you. Because he was a true friend to the Prophet. Suddenly while they were sitting. In that cave. And it was dark. And caves have snakes. Scorpions. And suddenly he could see a hole in the mountain. And he could see a head of a snake. Coming out. And the Prophet was not watching. Maybe he knew. But a worker, according to his narration, was not watching. But it was closer to the leg of the prophet than his leg. He was so frightened. They were trying to save the prophet by migrating to Medina and save the religion. If this snake will hit him, he will kill him. And then nothing has done. He put his foot on the opening of the hole of the cave. And the snake bit him. No snake will come out to bite you unless you interact with him. Because he's frightened. He wanted to save himself. And his foot was there. And because the snake was poisonous, Abu Bakr was feeling the heat of the bite. He was sweating like water. And he was becoming a little bit pale in his color. And he was dozing off. The Prophet realized, what's wrong with you Abu Khair? What's wrong? No, nothing Rasulullah, nothing. But he was getting weaker. And the Prophet noticed the foot. So he moved his foot And he could see the snake But it was the Prophet Who have shown his true friendship To this man who was trying to save his life By taking his foot And spitting on it And wiping it And the pain was gone As if nothing has taken place This is a true relationship Of two people Who loved one another Not for anything But for the sake of Allah They defended one another When the time was there For them to defend one another. And therefore. Your friend. You should be with him. Truthful. Continuously doing good. Always rushing. To do the good for them. Or the benefit. That you think will benefit them. And the first to rush to remove any evil. Away from their past. And the last one. Who will go out and expose them or say anything evil against them. Or destroy their good name. And you should always be there for them. Whether they need you or not. And always forgiving for their shortcomings or their mistakes. This is your friend. This is what, the way we should treat our friends. However, today, friendship is becoming materialistic. I could see it as a teacher in the schools. When I see a child, they have a swimming pool in their homes, all the children want to be their friends. When they have a tennis court, or a holiday home, or their father have a beautiful car, nobody wants to be befriend somebody who has got an old banger. (laughs) They feel ashamed riding on it. But if there is a beautiful car, they want to be their friend. Or if their father or mother is important, they want to be their friends. I notice whenever I see the children ganging on one child, I always look behind and see, why that friendship? And sadly, I can tell you today, in the modern world we live in, people befriend one another for the benefit they can receive. Once the benefit is not there, people run away. And the Arabs say, I see people are leaning to the one who have wealth. I see people rushing to the one who have silver. And I see people, okay? are gathering to the one who's having gold. When you have that which will make their life better, they will come. But once you lose it, it's gone. You hear in this country, when somebody wins a lottery, everybody is their friend. And all their lost cousins will come. And their colleagues and everybody. Do you know me? You remember what I did for you a long time ago? It's payment day. You see? But in Arab, traditions The Arabs are very clever. They say, What a beautiful statement. The friend is the one whom you will find at the time of difficulty. When somebody will come to rush to your aid when life is difficult, when living is becoming unbearable, when you cannot find something to make your life easy or ends. Okay? Your torment of not being able to guide yourself or support yourself. When? Well, nobody comes. This is something that we need to think about. Now, Imam Shafi'i, radiallahu ta'ala, is a great scholar, a student of Imam Malik, born and raised in Mecca, taught and educated in Medina. But lived and died and buried in Egypt, Cairo. If you have a chance to go to Cairo, ask where is Imam a Shafi'i Mosque and go and pray there. You'll find all the scholars gathering there. Beautiful mosque. He's a great Imam. He's a descendant of the Prophet. But he's one of the best poets. He talked about the friend in one point. Educating his student of who is really a friend. Because nowadays. People don't know who a friend is. Subhanallah. People say, my friend. I'm not your friend. (laughs) I'm not really your friend. Friend is big. When you call me my friend, well, when I'm dying, I expect you there. When I'm sick, I expect you there. When I don't have, I expect you there. When I'm in prison, I expect you there. When I'm being captured, I expect you there to find me. You don't find me. People who call you friend in these places, okay? But when you have, they are there because and they are calling you friend. He says, "إذا المرء لا يلقاك إلا تكلفا فدعه ولا تكثر عليه التَّأَسُّفًا وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته. إذا المرء لا يلقاك إلا تكلفا. Welcome, اسماعيل. Come forward. إذا المرء لا يلقاك إلا تكلفا. فدعه ولا تكثر عليه التأسفة ففي الناس أبدال وفي الترك راحة وفي القلب صبر للحبيب جفا، فما كل من تهواه يهواك قلبه ولا كل من صافيته لك صفا إذا لم يكن صفو الوداد طبيعة فلا خير في ود يجيء تكلفة ولا خير في خل يخون خليله ويلقاه من بعد المواد بالجفا، وينكر عيشا قد تقاد معهده، ويظهر سرا كان بالأمس قد خَفَى سَلَامٌ على الدنيا إذا لم يكن بها صديق صدوق وَفِيٌ صَادِقُ الوعد منصف. I wish you understand this. Those who understand Arabic? Their heart will. Yeah, feel a good thing. Look, listen to this clever man. Okay. This is, he is giving you a lesson. And this in itself, a lesson about friendship. He says, if a person cannot meet you only showing off that he really likes you by putting a smile on, by saying good words. MashaAllah, where are you? I missed you. I haven't seen you for days. Oh my God, whenever I see you, I feel good. And you could see from their face, they're putting it on this is in Arabic called when you put on a show like in America and I'm not saying all the Americans Astaghfirullah <laughs> but good day you could see the smile good day it's now learned all over the world for salesmen if you are a salesperson they are telling you how to smile okay it's good to smile nothing good. but don't put it on do it genuinely there are some people mashallah they are born with a smile unfortunately there are many others who are born constipating. <laughs> <laughs> Not frowning all the time. I, I wish I could pull their cheek. Smile. The Prophet ﷺ said, Ibtasim. What did he say? Ibtasim. Please say it with me. Ibtasim. What do we say? Ibtasim. Ibtasim. What is it? Smile. Indeed, in your smile, there is a charity. Every time you smile, so even the American salesman or woman, when they say, good day, whether they mean it or not, there is a charity, good. Rather than meeting you with, can you imagine there are people who are doing da'wah today? And they say, you are going to hell. (laughs) Save yourself from the torment of the (laughs) hellfire. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> is this da'wah? His attribute is to smile. It's to welcome. If the dunya salesman is always smiling, how come the salesman of the hereafter is always frowning? <laughs> is he working for Allah or working for Shaitan? Astaghfirullah <laughs> alazim. What is the description of your Prophet? He was always smiling. He was always smiling. Please extend a smile. Every time you remember me, smile. If you can't do it, just say, smile. I love children who are born with a smile. Seriously. There are some when I see them in the world, they make me happy. I always pat them in the back, wipe my hand on their head, because this is the way we should be. Sadness has no place. Allahumma inni alhammi. Well, oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from depression and sadness. A sad person has no place with a believer. I seek refuge in Allah from sadness. I don't want to be happy. Why am I sad? Whether I have or not, I'm happy. It is from Allah. Yeah, from Allah. This one who meets you by putting a show, leave him. And do not regret leaving him for what he says is meaningless and of no value. Mm-hmm. you can change people and choose the best for yourself and those who are always showing off to become closer to you, leaving them is going to give you comfort in your heart. He's saying, and not everyone you treat okay with openness and you open your heart to them, they're going to open their heart to you. Some of us are so naive. We meet somebody for the first time, and suddenly we open everything. We tell them everything. (laughs) And they will come a day when they use it to stab you in the back. Don't open your heart to everybody. You only open your heart to Allah, to Rasulullah to the man who guides you to Allah. Not every teacher. Today, every teacher say, I'm your teacher, tell me. No, I'm not telling my teacher. I'm telling my sage, my spiritual guide. Because he deals with me spiritually, not physically. He doesn't look at my appearance. He doesn't want for me the goodness of this world. He wants for me the goodness of the hereafter. He will die before he expose me. He will die. Because I will never expose him. Even if I see him doing the worst. I will turn away. Why? Because the Prophet taught us. Man سترى سترى Whosoever shelters a believer, Allah will shelter them in the Day of Judgment. Today, we gossip. We buy the newspaper to read the gossip. We listen to the gossip programs. Did you hear? Did you see? We run to buy the newspaper. Oh! So and so we're photographed. And oh Wow. I don't, want to, I don't want to see. Why? Haram. I don't want to know. Because I don't want to fall in that. If you expose people, you will be exposed. Don't. Don't do that. So a person who does not know you, don't open your heart to them. Not everyone your heart likes, retain that likeness to you. There are some people you look at them and you like them. But they don't like it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry over it. <laughs> not my word, by the way. I'm not telling you this. The Prophet told us this. al Junudun Mujannada. The souls, huh, when they were created, they were put together. There was one soul, from which all the souls were created. But when they were separated, they were still put together. <laughs> Those were closer to one another, in this world, will be close to one another. And those which were distant from one another will be differing in this world. Some people say to me, why people get divorced? Or relationship breaks? For two reasons. The first reason, you are not tolerant enough, you have no patience, and you cannot forgive. Why? Because you have no mercy in your heart. Number two, because you are too distant in the other world from them because some people they separate but they still keep friendship there are husband and wife who can't live with one another but they separate beautifully they keep that friendship their children are not used as a bait and fighting over them they you see them subhanallah and think they are still married what does that mean they have mercy in their hearts they forgive one another every time Allah mentions forgiveness in the Quran He mentions mercy mercy Allah, al Ghafurur Rahim He didn't say al Ghafurul Hakim Or al Ghafurul Aziz, al ghafurur Rahim So, when you are unable to forgive, rest assured you have no mercy You have no mercy in your heart If you are able to forgive, you are merciful This is something that you should think about I never, never say to someone I'm not forgiving you Even the one who does me the most evil I promise you every night I go and I pray Oh Allah, if anybody wrong me, forgive them because I want to have mercy. You know why? Because mercy is Rasulilla. I want to distance myself from the Prophet? Never. Never. And in the day of judgment, none of us will enter paradise only through his mercy. Who is his mercy in the day of judgment? Muhammad Rasulullah. Why? Because everybody will be running from one another, even the messengers. When they all go to Adam, then they go to Nuh, then they go to Ibrahim, then they go to Musa, then they come to Isa, and he said, look, stop running. There is only one man today who can have that position. If he receives the mercy, it is Muhammad sallam. When they come to me, he said, Ana laha. I am for it, because I left my dua, my subjugation to Allah, not to ask Allah anything in the dunya for the people. I left it for the Day of judgment. I'm going to ask him now. He will go and prostrate before Allah. Oh Allah, please. I have one du'a like all other prophets to be accepted. My du'a today is to allow me to intercede on behalf of all those who believe in you. Allah will say to him, raise, seek to intercede, and you will be given the position of intercession. He becomes a mercy. Not just for himself, for all who believe, and then he will give others to intercede on his behalf. Even a half of the Qur'an, A person who will write the Quran will be given the job to go and intercede on behalf of 12 of the people he knows or him he loves who are in the hellfire to get them out, to go to heaven. Wow, what a mercy. So do you think this one I will distance myself from him? Never. If forgiveness it takes to receive it, I forgive everybody. I want no troubles. Some people say, I'm not forgiving him. I don't want to know him. I don't want to look at his face. (laughs) Allah <laughs> al-Azim So my advice to you If you are sitting with me here And there is somebody Whom you never talk to Or you don't want to talk to Make up Whether let it be a husband A wife A brother A father An uncle A neighbor A colleague Whoever it is Ring them Find them The internet is so easy Find them Look Please I stopped talking to you I was angry with you it's been a long time Please Welcome Mashallah Come in my brother Please do this Be good Okay if welcoming somebody With a smile in the face And saying the good word Cannot come from the heart Naturally There is no good In that which we put on Don't put on Showing nicety to people If you really don't mean it Don't be a cheat Some people say Well I have to No I don't have to I'm not going to cheat somebody that I like them if I don't like them. If I don't like them, I don't like them. But I'm not going to treat them bad. I'm going to treat them with respect and dignity. But I'm not going suddenly to treat them as if they are close friends. No. That is cheating them of what? And there is no goodness in a friend who will cheat his friend. There is no goodness okay, in a friend who will cheat you as a friend. And then, afterwards, when he meets him, he doesn't know him. How many times you have a friend okay, whom you treat with respect, whom you are always there for, okay, and suddenly, he goes and does something evil against you. You told him something, he goes expose it to the people, talk about you behind your back. And then when you meet him, you want to say to him, why did you do that? He will talk to you. Well, I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? I could say whatever I want to say. But I thought you are my friend. You are wrong. I wasn't your friend. Allah. You haven't listened to the advice. You shouldn't have taken this person as a friend. Because a friend will never, never. commit khiyana. He will never. Okay? Betray you. He will never. Betrayal is not from a friend. I promise you. وَيُنْكُرَ عَيْشًا قَدْ And he will Okay? Deny That Goodness That happened between you two When you were living together Eating together Going out together Doing all good Together He will forget about it And he will expose the secret That yesterday when you were close Was kept this is not a friend. I dislike people who speak behind people's back. I really dislike them. I really feel it is so bad. Don't come to me and say to me, but they said, he said, I don't want to know. Why are you expose people? As I said in the hadith earlier, whosoever shelter a believer's secret, Allah will shelter them in the Day of Judgment. And the worst thing, when you expose somebody, Allah will expose you even in your own home. Be careful. And the worst exposure is in the Day of Judgment. Many of us will think, nobody knows what I do wrong in this dunya. Imagine the Day of Judgment. When everybody is there and you are exposed. Allahumma stirna bistrika al-jamil. Allahumma sturna bistrika al Allahumma sturna bistrika al Oh Allah, shelter us with your beautiful shelter. That we are never exposed. Yeah? Very important. Salamun <laughs> ala dunya Forget about this world. If there is not a good friend, a true friend who will keep your secrets and who will always be honest in dealing with you. Forget about it. Imagine if Rasulullah didn't have a of sadiq Imagine what would have happened. Do you know Abuqar Siddiq was beaten up because of Rasulullah? Do you know Abuqar Siddiq gave all his wealth because of the love of Rasulullah? Everything. The Prophet was sitting like this, and Allah was talking about those who love him and love his Prophet. They will give from what they received from him because he is the giver, and they will be attributing himself that attribute of giving. While the Prophet was talking, he went out and gave everything. Umar ibn Khattab went out and gave. When they came back, the Prophet smiled. He asked Umar, Where have you been? He said, Ya Rasulullah, I couldn't bear it sitting here. Allah is the I giver, I'm not giving. What did you do? I went and gave. How much did you give? Some of what I have. Ya Wakar, what did you do? He said, I gave everything. Everything he had, he gave it away. Why he gave everything away? Because he wanted. The truthfulness, the honesty of being close to the one whom Allah calls His mercy, Muhammad. He wants his friendship to be a true friendship. And do you know why he was called a Siddiq, the true friend to Rasulullah? It's when the Prophet came from the night journey. And in the morning, he came out of his house, and his uncle, Abu Jahal, father of ignorance, Amr ibn Husham, was sitting on a big rock. Yeah, Muhammad, oh Muhammad, what have you got to import or to inform us with this morning? What do you have? When he told him about the journey to Jerusalem and then the journey to the heaven, he was laughing and mocking him. And then everybody was crowding. Some of the believers were doubting. When Abu woke came, he said, that's it, today we'll finish Muhammad. Did you hear what your friend said? He said, I don't need to hear anything. But whatever he told you, I believe in it. How could you believe? When well, you don't know, that, I believe. He said he went to Jerusalem and he went to the heavens. All in the night and came back, and it takes us weeks or months to get to Jerusalem and come back. He says, By Allah Almighty God, I believed him when he told me what he received in those beautiful words he recited as the word of God. How can I deny anything else? Whatever he it's the truth. Abu Bakr Siddiq, the truthful, the true friend of Rasulullah. So, friendship is not. Lightly taken. It's taken very seriously. Don't call everybody a friend. Not everybody is your friend. Maybe they are your colleague at work. Maybe they are your colleague in education. Maybe they are your companions in the journey. Maybe they are your neighbors in the area where you live. But don't ever, ever call them a friend. عند هيت فرده another poem المشافعي. صديق ليس ينفع يوم بؤس قريب من عدو في القياس ولا يبقى الصديق بكل عصر ولا الاخوان الا للتآس عبرت الدهر ملتمسا بجهدي أخافقة ثقه فالهان التماسي تَنَكَّرَتِ الْبِلَادُ وَمَنْ عَلَيْهَا كَأَنَّ أُنَاسَهَا لَيْسُ You understand? وَعَلَيْكُمُ السلام. ما شاء اللَّهُ My wife is attending a lesson. <laughs> Take the shyness away. Good, I'm glad. Welcome. Okay? صَدِيقٌ لَيْسَ يَنْفَعُ يوم بؤس. قَرِيبٌ مِّنْ عَدُونَ فِي الغياسي. A friend who does not benefit you in a day when you have troubles close to an enemy when you compare because your enemy will be looking at you and say yeah you deserve it he will see you burning and he will not take water to put down the fire he will see you falling he will not stretch an arm to pull you he will see you suffering he will not do anything to extend any mercy to salvage you he will see you without food without clothes without shoes and he will never do anything to help you so what's the difference between this one And the one who say, I'm your friend, but in the time of difficulty, he's not there. As I said earlier on, a friend is in the time of difficulty. Anybody who calls you a friend when you are in deep difficulty? Now, imagine, you received the bill and you could not pay it. You have no money. Your gas or electricity will be cut off your water. Okay, you're going to go to court if you don't pay your council bill. You don't know what to do. The bank cannot give you a loan. Okay, I have friends. You ring them. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I can't deal with it. And they don't answer you. They see you, they leave you, at the road for you. They, you are in a place, you go to them, they rush away out. Are they friends? A friend will sell his clothes to save his friend. I tell you a story of a true man, not to a friend, but to a brother in Islam. Generally, a man called Sulaf, a good man. May Allah bless him. When I was a student in the 70s, he was here. He was doing his PhD. A religious, good brother, very good man. May Allah report this to him so that he can hear it from me because really, truly, I love that man. And I respect him for what he did that day. I used to meet him, talk to him. He used to help us in doing da'wah in this country. But beautifully. And subhanallah, he was older than us. And in Central Mosque, he came to meet us. He had an old banger, old car as a student. He went to the embassy to collect his money, to live with his family. 360 pounds at that time. Not bad. He has got bills, rent to pay. I was inside the mosque. When he saw me greet me, There is a man sitting there crying. <laughs> Big man. He said to me, what's wrong with him? I said to him, well, I really don't know. But we need to go. He said, no, no, no. How could we go? Somebody is crying. How could we go? So he approached the man. SubhanAllah, welcome. He approached the man and sat next to him and I was sitting next to him. What's wrong with you? The man in a broken voice said, I have been here for a while, I'm a refugee, and today I hear the news that my mother has passed away. Where is she? In Syria. Could you travel to her? Yes, I can. Then, why don't you go straight away? I can't. Why? I don't have money. How much do you need? I need at least 200 pounds to buy a ticket, and then extra money to take with me because I haven't got anything. He took all the money he had in his pocket and gave it to him. All of it. By Allah, he did not count. He didn't say to him, I don't have change. He didn't give him five or ten pounds. He gave him all the 360 pounds and said to him, Brother, buy a ticket, take this money and go. But, but, he said, no, there is no box. You don't even have to repay me. Just take it. The man started crying more. What's wrong? I'm going to miss the plane. What do you mean that the plane soon going to go? Uh, the best thing that the woman outside, open the door for them, please. Okay? Welcome, come in, come in. in. Alaikum as sister, come in. Okay? Subhanallah. He said, What do you need? I need to go to the airport. He said, come with me. We went to the car. He said, this is my key for my car. Go to the airport with it. Don't have to take anything with you. Buy the ticket there in the desk, you'll find the flight. What about your car? He said, leave it in the airport. After you get your ticket, your plane is going, go to the place whereby you can keep, okay, whatever there, give it to them and they will keep my key for me. I'll go there, give them my name, I'll take my identity, I'll get my car. I said, my God. Only the companion of the Prophet used to do this thing. What a good man. So here he is saying, that friend who does not help you at the time of difficulty, you should never treat them as friends. In fact, they are closer to being an enemy than anything else when you compare. (laughs) Friendships and brotherhood, real brotherhood, they can only be taken in terms so that we can be loving and caring and supporting to one another. A friend to a friend is supportive, is loving, is caring, is sharing. A brother is the same way. Subhanallah, everybody say, Akhi. Akhi. You are lying. I'm not your brother. Akhi. <laughs> I think this comes from communism. Brother and sister. <laughs> Don't call somebody akhi <laughs> unless you mean it. Because it's big. إِنَّمَا إِخْوَةَ اللَّهُ says Indeed the brothers Or the believers are only brothers And there are rights For your brother Are you going to fulfill them? Okay Please Take this seriously Okay He said then مُلْتَمِسًا Ta'asi. I spent all this time living Traveling Looking With my Strive To find Somebody I can trust, as a true brother or a friend. So I was so much immersed in this search. All the places I travel to is hiding itself away for the people that are living in these places I'm visiting, as if they are not humans. They're not humans. Because really, a human being, when he befriend, is a true friend. When he takes a person as a brother, he will become a sincere brother. There is no way without sincerity and truthfulness in being a brother or being a friend. Let you be in difficulty and call out, is there any brother, is there any friend? Everybody will turn away. I promise you. In the day we live today, very rarely you find a true friend and a true brother, as Imam al-Shafi'i is saying. So here we come to, what are the duties of a friend to his friend? These are the things that you should take from me today. If you say to somebody, you are my friend, there are nine things. There are many, but I chose nine things. You must have them toward the person you are calling a friend. If you don't have them, don't call them your friend. Number one, you should never act when you see them. I missed you. I longed for you. You know, life was so difficult. Without you, oh, my friend. Astaghfirullah. Stop the lying. Stop the act. Okay? Drama has no f- place in friendship. No. Friendship has no drama in it. It is real. Genuine. Let, let it be at the end. Okay? Drama is no good. Number two. Patient with your friend patience with your friend. You must. My friend, I will always be patient with them. I will not rush them. I will not make life difficult for them. I will understand them and their needs. So my patience will be prolonged because of their friendship to me. So for with that, when I interact with them, I will always be sincere and honest in my relationship my heart will be always clear and open to them. Okay? Adam Kashfah Sir, I will never expose their secrets. Never. Never. What is the secret? They say, if somebody come and whisper something to you and he wants you only to know about it, the moment he turns his head away, it's a secret then. If you say anything about it, you have exposed him or her. So I say to him, my head is turned, that's it. He's not supposed to speak about it now. If he said, what did he say? Sorry, I can't. It's a secret. All right? الوفاء Okay? Always fulfill for them what they expect from you. If they expect you to be anything for them, yes, be. In goodness. Not in badness, but in goodness. Okay? Be there when they need you. وَبُولَ الْاِعْتِدَارِ accepting their apologies when they wrong you when you see shortcomings or mistakes coming from them okay immediately when they do wrong and you forgive them make up between you and them as if nothing has happened your heart is pure your chest is clear I don't think a walker sadiq will ever meet salve, and he's upset with him never he's always Clear in his heart. Walhulm. Tolerance. Be tolerant towards your friend. Was sitr. Okay? Shelter. Always shelter them. If they need, rush to help them. Don't let them go and put their hand out. For the hand that gives is better than the hand that receives. You don't, I don't want my friend to be given by, like to become a beggar. I am here for them. He's, a, he's like me. He's a part of me. When the Prophet needed, Bakr Siddiq, gave him straight away. When Bakr needed, the Prophet gave him straight away. That's the way it should be. Alright? One important thing in friendship is forgiving your friend. We as human beings We fall into the trap of wronging one another. But by nature, we were created to make mistakes. The human is always created to just collect and add on, being selfish and self-centered. The human is created in haste, everything he wants now. This This is our nature. وكل ابن آدم خطأ and every son of Adam is a sinner the Prophet said so we make mistakes so what? وخير التوابون but the best of those who sin are those who regret and repent so if my friend come to me and say to me I'm sorry I accept the Prophet said about it here قال رسول الله عليه وسلم من اعتذر إليه أخوه بمعذرة, فلم يقبلها كان عليه من الإثم أو الخطيئة مثل صاحب Makrin Ibn Majah whosoever his friend come to him and seeks forgiveness for something that he has done wrong and you do not accept that apology from them you have the same sin like the one who committed the sin so if your friend comes to you and says I'm sorry I did this wrong and you say no I'm not forgiving you you are equal and sinning like him if you think he has sinned against you you are doing the same mistake you should forgive this is reported by Ibn Majah Radiallahu, ta'ala hadith sahih وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أتاه متنصلا من ذنب فليقبل اعتذاره محقا كان أو فإن لم يبعل لم رواه this is even bigger whosoever his brother come to him regretting what they have done wrong against them he must accept their apology, even if they mean it or they don't. But if you don't accept their apology, you will never be among those whom will be given a drink from the Hawth, Al Kawthar, of Rasulullah in the Day of Judgment. It's very big. All of us want to be given a, a drink from Al Kawthar. Inna atana al oh Muhammad, Sallam, we have given you Al Kawthar. What is Al Kawthar? A pond, a lake, a river, whatever it is in the Day of Judgment. It is water it is more purer than honey, more sweeter than honey, more beautiful than honey. In drink. Only those whom the Prophet loves will drink from it. He says, if you do not accept the apology of your friend when he comes to you, he will not allow you to drink from his drink in the day of judgment. I want to drink from a friend's drink, so I'll forgive my friend. I'm not going to carry up his burden with me, no. He's a human being. I'm a human being. We make mistakes. And the last thing to finish with, a poem. Beautiful. I don't know who said it, but it's really beautiful. إذا اعتذر الصديق إليك يوما عن 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 المختار أن الله واحد Wow. This is really amazing. Listen to this. If the friend apologized for you one day for a mistake he made, not just forgive that sin, forgive his many, many sins that he have committed with you before. All his mistakes, forgive them. For indeed, Imam al-Shafi'i, the great Imam, the Muhaddith, reported a hadith which is true in its chain to the Prophet reported by Al-Muqira radiallahu ta'ala anhu that the Prophet sallallahu the chosen one said indeed Allah will forgive one apology you make to your friend two thousand of your sins <laughs> 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 my friend comes to me and says to me please Sheikh forgive me for what I have done wrong I say no I lose I say I forgive you you have done nothing wrong I embrace them I treat them with genuinely as if, yes, the forgiveness for me and I treat them normally, Allah will forgive 2,000 sins that are written in my book. Don't you think this is great? Don't you think this is beautiful? This is from the Prophet ﷺ talking about a friend, forgiving his friend, receiving 2,000 sins being forgiven him from their books. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Let them wrong me a lot and I forgive them a lot. I will receive a lot And I will not go to hell, but I will go to heaven. May Allah forgive me and forgive you. May Allah guide me and guide you. May Allah strengthen me and strengthen you. And may Allah make us true, genuine friends to those whom we call my friend. For today, we live in a world where friendship can only come when you glitter. Your big home, your big car, your status, your position. And this is why people boast. Do you know who is my friend? A prince so-and-so. Okay? The footballer so-and-so. Okay? The great famous man so and so. No, it's not important. Friendship is greater than that. The poorest person could be your friend, and genuine true friend, and his friendship will shine. When you need him, you will find him. An untrue friend is the one who is there when you have and when you need them. When you don't have, they give you only their back. They will not answer your phone. They will not open their doors. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I warned us against it and I warned everybody against it. Yes, my sister, your question now. <laughs> you know, like you were saying how sometimes like
1: you shouldn't be false in you know, yes. your interactions with your friends. Yeah. Like say for example people come up to you and they're like, I miss you so much, I love you, blah blah. I and mean, you don't feel the same way, but you don't want to make them feel bad. But they've kind
0: of said an issue. How what are you supposed to do say? Do not do not put on a show but act normal. Okay, but normal with everybody is nice. I meet everybody, whether I know them or not. Because Islam is to greet and treat everyone you know or you don't know nice. You see? Everybody. Whether I know them. So be nice to everybody. But I'm not going to put... And they say, I miss you. Oh, I miss you a lot. I I was dying to see. Oh, I was going to kill myself if I don't see you. (laughs) That is putting it on.
1: (laughs) That's what I mean is wrong,
0: you see. (laughs) Some people do it like that. Astaghfirullah Allahu Alaihi Wasallam. Any, any questions, please? Yes? Is there a difference in the Quran between Sadiq and Khalil? Oh. Sadiq is someone whom is close to you. Closer than being a blood brother, for you can expose yourself to them and they can do the same. They are there for you. You understand? And Subhanallah, because it is from صدق, from truthfulness. Your brother could have a fight with you, never talk to you again. There are many brothers, blood brothers, don't talk to one another. But your صديق, you will never have that with, yeah, because he forgives you. is why they are أصدقاء. That's why they are friends. But Khalil is closer than being just a friend. It's an intimate friend. It's a close. As they say in English, a bosom friend. Yeah, really. That's uh, uh, why. Ibrahim is honoured by Allah to to be called Khalilullah. And one day the Prophet was coming outside and he saw his companion sitting in the mosque and they were debating and arguing. Imagine, he was allowing them to talk. And they were saying, SubhanAllah, Adam is a chosen man. Allah has chosen him to be created first. Ibrahim is a bosom friend to Allah for Allah has given him that position. Musa is the one who is always talking to Allah whenever he needs. Kalimullah, Isa. Oh, Ruhullah. He said, Allah wallahi, what you say is true. By Allah Almighty God, all what you say is true. Adam was chosen. Ibrahim is Khalil. Musa is Kalim, Isa is Ruh. Ala wa inni. Habibullah. By Allah Almighty God, I am the beloved of Allah. Allah love me more than anything else. If it's not for you, oh Muhammad, and my love to you, I would never have created the creation. That is the difference here. So it is so important. So your question is good. Yeah. So this tells you another thing: love is the highest. You could have a friend and you like them. Maybe you love them to an extent then you can have a khalil, okay, a bosom friend, and you still could love them to an extent. But truly to love somebody is the highest. And therefore the love today is false too. One day maybe we can talk about hub, love. Because love, today, the person will see somebody and say, I love you. And then six months down the road after they get married, they say, I hate you. I will divorce you. They want to see your face. That's not love. (laughs) Real love? No. <laughs> Khadija loved Muhammad. Yeah? Khadija loved Muhammad. As I said, Inshallah, I'm going to do a course about marriage, and the girls are not helping me. I mean, they are not helping me. It was supposed to be done last weekend, but nothing has been advertised. I want to do two days a course about marriage. Only single men and women are allowed. If you are married, out. You should not come. <laughs> Only single. If you have not learned before you got married, well, burn in your fire. <laughs> That's another course for you. <laughs> I want those to start a fresh start so in the two days we can do some talk about really what love is, what friendship is, what brotherhood is because a husband who loves his wife they are true. I've been married, mashallah, alhamdulillah, for almost 30 years now. Okay, So it's good, marriage. Without marriage we cannot live. You can have trouble, you can have shouting, but there is love there in the heart. It's never taken away. Okay? When you love somebody, they shout at you, they hit you, you're still there, you love them. You see, not, they do a little bit and you don't love them anymore. No, love is something different. And by the way, love is not put on. You can never put on love. Love is put in the heart by Allah. Allah s.a.w. If you spend all that which is on the earth, you will never be able to join their heart and love, Oh, Muhammad. However, Allah can. Allah can. Any more questions? Yes, my brother. I'm
1: trying to find the best way to put it. If you have a friend from, let's say, when you're young or a period in your life, is it possible for them, for you to become distant and not be the, really be their friend or friend anymore?
0: Yes, friendship can tear for different reasons. For the changing of the interest. For the changing of the environment you live, for the uh, changing of the, okay, areas. You have a friend, you are together, I have a friend, very close friend, really close. And today he lives in Abu Dhabi. We, I came to England 77, 78, he went to Yugoslavia before it was broken down. And then from there he went in 1980 to Abu Dhabi and since then he became a petroleum, okay, engineer. And he works there. Mashallah, he's very good. And he was my friend. When he came to my house, my my quarter where I lived, I always lived alone. Okay, even in my house, I had my own place, my own door to the street. When I moved to go to secondary school, I had my own place in my brother's house. So he used to come there. This is my brother's house. My he will come. He will open my place. They will open for him. They know he's my friend. He will sleep on my bed. And if I don't come, they will wake him up and make his food if it's time for food. If you want to take a shower, he will go in. He's my friend. Me and him are like that. That's my friend. That's what you call a friend. Okay? And if he needs, I am there. If I need, he's there for me. We never, never parted. If people used to think we are brothers. But we're just friends. Okay? We're not born from the same womb. So, it can't tire. But nowadays, with the interactions through the media, you can keep it. You can, If the friend is in the same kind of path you are in yes and even if they are not you can encourage them to come back to the path you would like them to be okay or help them to be guided because a friend is there for a friend yeah any more questions allahu akbar Allah. 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 yes
1: i got a small detail on the uh, uh, the cave when the uh, when uh, the prophet Abu Bakr, uh, um, put his foot was bit, uh, in yeah uh, i heard that he, he died from the bite later on is that correct it's
0: no, I don't really think. Because, look, 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 look. And you don't die buy, buy, buy from the bite after you go from Mecca to Medina and you stay in Me- Medina for 10 years. You come back to Mecca, okay, and conquer Mecca. And then the Prophet goes back and he dies. And then you become the Khalifa for many years. And then you die. <laughs> I don't think the poison will stay in your body for 15, 13 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
1: because sometimes uh, I've heard Sheikh using it to... to uh, as a a reason the reason that he's
0: a martyr he's greater than a Mm martyr you know a martyr is a position a rank Allah gives to people a martyr literally meaning somebody who have exchanged their living in this world by wanting the higher living of the hereafter do you understand a mother who's delivering a baby Okay, a mother who's delivering a baby, bringing a life to this world, why is she delivering? She dies for her baby, she's the martyr. A person who burned in fire or in an accident or drowned in water, who dies by somebody killing them innocently, he has given his life. He has a time to live, to not die normally like everybody else. He's the martyr. You understand? Somebody who goes out of his way to defend his community, his honor, his family, okay? Or to fight for his country, his religion, for God, and he's killed, he's a martyr. People only think this last one is a martyr. All those are martyrs, okay? Now, this is just a rank. The highest rank is the messenger. He's a chosen prophet. And a prophet is a chosen. A righteous human being. And a righteous human being is a chosen human. Okay? You understand? Now, a messenger is first. Then, a prophet. Then, a sadiq. You understand? Then a righteous person. And then there are many other ranks. There are too many of them. See? And we hope, inshallah, Allah put us in this rank. They say there are too many ranks that we cannot even count them. So, every day, we can climb. Iman is like dim light. You can dim it or you can add it on or increase it. Okay? Goes up and down. So, you do good, your Iman increases. You do less, your Iman decreases. Those who believe, they will always encourage themselves to increase their Iman by doing righteous good actions. Okay? So, a Sadiq, my brother, he was not killed But I promise you He is the highest in ranking Of all the companions Let me prove this to you The Prophet Sallallahu By nature He is the highest rank The messenger Now Abaq al accompanied him As his friend From all the companions He was his friend When he was dying He was there When he was suffering He was there when he was migrating, he was there. You understand? How could he then leave him in the day of judgment? He has to be with him. Now, Umar, Uthman, and Ali were Khalifas. Hassan, the grandson of the Prophet was Khalifa. Hussein was supposed to be... The All those were killed. So imagine? These are the five great men After Abuqr, who had supposed to take this, they were all killed. True or not true? But Abuqar died in his bed. You know why? Because he was so close to the Prophet in ranking, he need not to die at the martyr to be given that position. He need not. Yeah? those who try to increase his rank and say well the poison 13 years ago, 14 years ago that inflicted him in the cave, killed him at that to, to raise his standard, they don't need to do that <laughs> he's already been raised <laughs> second of two when they were in the cave, second of two when they were in the cave when he was supposed to be killed, he was there next to him <laughs> do you think we will leave him in the German? a friend in need is a friend Indeed. If anybody needs the Prophet in the Day of Judgment, if it is a Bakr, do you think he will rush to the other and I come to Abu Bakr last? We'll come to him first. So he will be with him, inshallah. Yes, my brother. I um, just wanted to ask about
1: the definition of backbiting. Yes. And um, um, if you omit the specific person's name and speak in generic terms, um, I'll just give you an example. Um, I went to... To redress the balance, yeah, yeah, and to give a, an accurate picture. Yeah, absolutely. To, to, to more. And uh, this particular shape did um, didn't criticize me, but I just wondered if that was just done out of politeness, or whether um, that was something that I should not have.
0: No, no, no. With. Let me tell you, there is two things: there is backbiting, and there is slander. Yeah. Backbiting, and there is slander. Backbiting. It when you speak about your about anybody. Okay? Anybody you speak about them while they're not there. Saying something that you cannot say in their face. Even if it is true. Yeah? Does you are not lying you about it. Their name or not? No no no, it doesn't matter. No. When you talk about someone, okay? And what you say is true, but you will not be able to say it in their face. You understand? In many cases, When you enter into a presence of people that are talking about someone or talking about you, when you enter, they keep quiet. That is backbiting. It becomes slander when what is being said is lies, false. It becomes slander. And that's worse. You see? And therefore, if you go and report to somebody who is learning about somebody who is saying, because this person is sitting, like me now. I, I come and sit and I speak all over the place. And if Somebody listened to me and he didn't like what I said, or like what I said, and went to somebody else and told them about it. Nothing wrong with that because you are, you are trying to correct things, or you are trying, yeah, and you are not exposing the man, you are not lying. Yeah. And this man whom you talked about, would you find it difficult to speak to them and say to them what you say is wrong? No, no you will not because this if is open
1: knowledge. It,
0: it, 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 it is a very sad thing today, I'm saying to you. People are sometimes sitting and putting themselves in a position of knowing and they don't know. It's very, very sad. And they say things that had no meaning, no value. And it's all cramps. This is the way the world is today. You see? Lying is becoming something beautiful and encouraged. Okay? Everybody wants to make bigger his group or his size or whatever. It's not Islam. We should not say anything bad about anybody, believe me. I encourage everybody who's doing good to do their good. Everybody, do your good. And I discourage anybody who's doing bad to refrain, to try their best, yeah, to refrain from But we should never do such things. And I believe uh, those who are responsible for centers, mosques, community spaces, to always allow people to speak to address balances to do it right not to do the wrong thing inshallah uh, we shouldn't alienate people no. we should encourage people inshallah any more questions I
1: just wanted to refer to the yes and God's yes um, and that is, uh, i think most of us regardless of- Personality and character really well. And now I've, I've, I've left it, um, in my view, for the better. But um, what Shade was saying about um, beating people in, in a false way, it's, it's lovely to see, um, it, 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 has, it, it can damage you internally um, in terms of your, your own personality and character and your own psychology. So I would say, no, don't do it. You
0: know what you say? Absolutely true because yani, a person who put an act on becomes Zulwa The one with two faces. Yeah? And this is the disease, hypocrisy.
1: Well,
0: you lose yes. What's the name again? The one with two faces. The person with two faces. The Prophet has forbidden this. Don't have two faces. You should have one face. A sign of Allah in your heart as the one. I am with everybody. Let them be friends or foes. Let them be family or not family. Let them be people I like or dislike. I am with everybody the same. You understand? Everybody. Because all people are the creation of Allah. The person said the humans are the children of God. Okay, as one of my sheikh was teaching me, I said to him, How come in Christianity suddenly Ithar became son of God? He said, The translation is terrible, so don't translate it unless you know how to translate properly. He said, In Hebrew, the word meaning son in Arabic, meaning son of okay? somebody you take care of, in Hebrew is and from there, when it is said, Uh, he is someone Allah looked after or somebody Allah is looking after it translated to become the son of you see and therefore we need to be very careful and people are the children of God we should treat them with respect we should look up to them we should always praise them encourage them you know if you want to kill a personality of a person keep shouting at them keep telling them off keep being aggressive towards them you're not some people say I'm trying to discipline them no Give me one example where the Prophet ﷺ disciplined his companion by being harsh or miserable or wicked. Today we are carrying the slippers with our kids. Come here, no. no, no. We don't do that. No. You alienate them. You make them hate you. You distance them. The Prophet said, love them, care for them, play with them, discipline them in the way of teaching them. Okay? Show them the right from wrong. And then, when they are teenagers, he didn't say, put them away. Bring them close to you. Make them your friends. Yeah, this is in terbya. Yeah, Those who have children, the first seven years, love them. Play with them. Don't question them. The next seven years, the first two of them, teach them. Okay, The next five years, you must discipline them. Not by beating them, shouting at them, slapping them, but by reasoning with them, taking away that which they love. Okay, And show them the way of doing the last thing. But the last seven years, from 15 to 21, he ﷺ says, make them your companions, make them your friends, so that they will learn from you rather than learning from those whom they will teach them the wrong. Yeah? Any more questions? Yes? I want to ask, what about, um, like, if you're talk, just talking to your parents, you want to tell your parents the situation? <laughs> Is that right like that way? your parents? Yeah, you no. Know? Yeah, to be honest, if you cannot say it in front of the person, And if somebody comes to me, or I see somebody doing something wrong, if I can't say it to their face, to come and say it to you, it becomes backbiting. And I think, one thing we should never neglect, or forget about, all the time we are striving to the one. Who are we striving towards? Allah. Let us be honest with ourselves, that Allah is watching us at all times. He is with you wherever you might be. Listening and hearing. You have to forgive. You have to forget, you have to make up. Allah said to the Prophet Wal Yahfu waliasfahu. A commandment from him. They must forgive and they must make up with one another if they want to be with me. Walyafu waliasfahu. Walyafu. This is from the Quran. Waliafu waliasfahu. And to him sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, sallam said to him. Wasfa Regarding you, O Muhammad, when you make up with people, make the best of making up. Make it a good relationship. Forget about all the ills and the trouble that they make with you. We have a good relationship. You can't carry on the baggage of angry with somebody or annoyance of somebody. People are always going to be annoying you. Your children annoy you sometimes. Your wife or husband annoy you sometimes. But if you keep carrying it and your shoulders will never be able to bear this heavy load. When you put your head in the night, you should have nothing in your heart. So Allahu Akbar, my brother is just reminding me like Yusuf and his brothers. Look at Yusuf brothers. These are prophets, children of a prophet, of a great prophet, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam. Okay, Yusuf is the son of Israel, Ya'qub Jacob, the son of Ishaq, Isaac, the son of Ibrahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Muhammad that this is the best of the best from the best from the best. Yes, and with all that, his brothers, he was. The one before the last. His younger brother was nothing. He was just a little boy. But Yusuf, because he had something special, even when we were telling his father his dreams, his brothers were angry. When he was going out and pleasing his father, they were telling him, of, you are just showing off, and they were beating him up, and they were putting him in trouble every time. But the father knew. But then they plotted against him. Because they wanted the khilafa, You see? Who will take the chair? You know, always the chair of who will be the next person to become the leader is troubles in every aspect of living. So the brothers were thinking, who will be next? It will go to Yusuf. He must do something. So they plotted. They threw him in a well for dead. He was taken out and sold as a slave. And in his slavery, a woman was trying to treat him with disrespect. He said, I fear God. He was blamed and put in prison. In the prison, he was with criminals. Okay That means he's in a, a hard prison Subhanallah One of them killed somebody But then When he was brought out And Allah raised his status Okay Tell him to come in If you want to come in Okay Subhanallah Raised his status To a high position And his brothers come And they realize This is Yusuf They asked him What are you going to do with us He didn't say Well Wait Justice will be done yeah? I'm going to make sure that you are meat. <laughs> no, no, he didn't say that. He said, immediately, he said, اليوم يغفر الله. Today, Allah will forgive you. Definitely, for sure, Allah will forgive you. That means, already he has forgiven them. But he's going to say to Allah, please forgive them. Because he had nothing in his heart. لا alaykum. You have wronged me not. You have wronged me. Look how many wrongs they did against him. So, please, let's forgive. If you carry burdens, you are only burdening yourself. Yeah. I have
1: yeah. a small question. Yeah. The question is about uh, forgiveness mm. and for- forgetting. Mm. Say, for example, uh, you have a friend, uh, and you gave him responsibility of your house. Okay. And, this, and you're the head of the household, okay. so it's the this household for you and your family. Okay. And for whatever reason, he he broke the trust. He okay. burnt he burnt the house down. for okay. Example. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And he, he says, I'm really sorry, I'm yeah. really sorry. you forgive him. Yeah, okay. Okay. And you come to the situation again. Okay. Do you give him a responsibility of your house again? Because you've forgiven him. No, no. You you
0: no, 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 no. Let us, let us distinguish between roles and responsibilities. Okay. Now, in my house, I'm living, and I have my close friend living with me. Yeah. And we have roles. Yeah. So I have given him a role of looking <laughs> after the house. Yeah. Now, if he could not do this role, yeah. it is justice and it's right. I would be honest with you. I say, Look, if it is too much for you to run, leave it. I'll kill somebody else. But you're my friend. I don't want you to, to make you feel inadequate or feeling bad about it if something happened wrong. Because every one of us have his ability. Allah <laughs> will never bear the soul only that which he can bear. But I'm not going to say, no, you're not going to do it again. This is terrible. You're going to burn the house again. No, I'm going to say, I'm going to reason with them. I'm going to be good to them. Because they said, I did wrong. I'm sorry.
1: Hmm.
0: Perhaps if they did this for the first time, I might be given the mercy of to carry on. But if it happened the second time, once bitten? Once bitten? Okay. Yeah, well, let's use wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Okay, any more questions? Yes, sister.
1: Yes. And sometimes I I find it really difficult to have that to be able to
0: prove myself. So what is your advice? Is to seek forgiveness and to praise Muhammad <laughs> so <laughs> much so that he can come close <laughs> to you. He says, sallallahu alayhi wasallam." Ya eyyuhal-naas, O oh mankind, tuubu ila rabbikum, do to your Lord and seek his forgiveness. inni ilayhi for I, Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tend to him and seek his forgiveness every day an infinite time. Or the ulama say a hundred times, to make it easier for us, infinite is too much. Okay, a hundred times. Now, that is to clean the heart. But then he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, اكثركم alayya salatan أقربكم مني مجلسة. Those who do a lot of salawat for me are closest to me. So we say, astaghfirullah, 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 as much as we can, at least hundred, and then we say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad wa sallim, as much as we can, Astighfar, seeking forgiveness, will clean the heart, and salawat will shine the heart, so that the mercy will come in. If you have a friend you love very much, or a relative, or any guest come to you, and you have just cooked your meal, and you did garlic and onions in a, the pan, and then suddenly your friend... And then you took that oil and put it in the glass. And then your friend come or the guest come. You don't just pour it out in the sink and then pour them a nice juice and give it to them. Would you? What do you do? You clean it. As I always tell people to know how good the place is or the people who are doing in it. You could see. If today I took you now and I want to buy you all tea to a cafe in Kilburn High Road. Okay. You will sit down they might bring you the tea or the coffee, the saucer will be full of tea. If you say, excuse me, what is this? They say, if you don't want to drink it. If you don't want it, go. And in some cafes, the lady will take it, take the saucer out, pour that tea in and put it for you. <laughs> but if I take you to the Savoy Hotel, in Charing Cross, they will bring everything as clean. And the waiter will be standing there and taking the cup of tea. Are you right, sir?
1: It's
0: <laughs> clean, just for, No. because your tip is gonna be big. You might pay a pound or two for the tea in Kilburn High Road but you need to pay about 50 pounds for that cup of tea. So if you love somebody you will treat them with respect. Yeah, understand? So your heart really should be cleansed every day and one of the best way to cleanse your heart before you go to bed in the night, seek forgiveness for yourself Ask Allah to forgive you for the wrong you made against others and pray for them and ask Allah to forgive all those who wronged you. That makes it beautiful. Then you go to your sleep carrying no burdens. Best advice I can give never never carry the burden of don't be angry with anybody. I have a father, rahmatullah I promise you, I had never, ever in my life seen a man resemble the acting of the Prophet Sallallahu him. My own father. Seriously. He speaks only when he's spoken to. He never. I had never ever ever seen him arguing in his life. I had never seen him and my mother eyeing one another. Him giving her the red eye or she's giving him the other. Even if she did something that he didn't like he will always is nice to her and say Maburuka. MashaAllah, you ruined the meal today.
1: <laughs> what is this? I
0: bring, bring meat, and Allah says in the Quran, the meat should be barbecued, and you put water in it? Because he always used to tell me, never cook what people say, kathrol or curries. He said, there's no kathrol or like curries. Meat is supposed to be barbecued. He always just eats barbecue. He doesn't eat lentils or all these things. He says when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the Jews out of Egypt, and Allah was bringing them, roasted birds from the heaven yeah what did they say to Allah we want the food of Egypt they want the fool. okay the beans the broad beans they want the garlic they want the onions all those things Allah said <laughs> you choose the lower and you reject the higher Allah said to me I eat the higher food and if you read in the Quran the food of paradise will be barbecue <laughs> yes that red sauce? i and do it, i eat my it. father was my father <laughs> did it my father. Oh, wow. my father, my father, my father yeah and he will he, and if he was invited, he will just touch it, but he will he will always eat barbecue meat that's his way, yeah, and he was a very slim man, he prayed his five prayers in the mosque for sixty three years he never missed a prayer yeah. Uh, he was a good man. He memorized the Quran without having a teacher. He just listened when he's praying. He never wrote a letter. His father was a great scholar. My uncle were great scholars. All of them. He was a scholar and his all right. But my f- grandfather left him like that. He wanted to make him ummi to show people that you can learn knowledge without reading or writing. Yeah. Uh, because some people say the Prophet and he was illiterate. Yeah, but illiterate doesn't mean not knowledgeable. Illiterate people could be very knowledgeable. One of the greatest scholars of North Africa from Morocco, Imam al-Dabaq, never wrote a letter. But one of the best spiritual books that you can read. Do you know what the book I'm talking about? Ibriz. Ibriz. What does Ibriz in English mean?
1: Pure
0: gold. He wrote the pure gold. And I tell you, even if you are a scholar of language, you read from A to B, you don't understand anything. (laughs) I tried. Clever man, yeah. and he was illiterate. Every scholar of spirituality must have read a Libriz. If you didn't read a Libriz and you call yourself a Sophie, you're not a Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, sh- I didn't say that.
1: Libriz is a very good book, yes? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Shaykh. I just wanted to ask you to admit There's a brother called Yusuf Ismail, and he built these shoe racks for us. Ah, so
0: Allah bless Allah bless him. It's fair. My Yusuf, Allah bless you, Yusuf. Allah bless you, look after you, and give you. Oh, Allah, I want is that may Allah reward you in the This is really. Be- I wanted those things. That I was telling somebody we should build some shoe racks. Yeah, it was telling you that. Really beautiful. And for example, if there are a lot of people here, they could be put outside by the door, outside there. Yeah, you, you can put them outside the door there. Because there are two areas there. Maybe not this side, because the people open the door, but this side, they can sit one over the other. We can put the shoes there. Yeah. inshallah. Any more questions? Going once.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Any more questions? Okay. Going twice. I think that's done. May Allah reward us. Let us pray, make a du'a. And especially for people, MashaAllah, who have come a long way. And may Allah reward all of you for your strive. For Rasulullah said, When a person leave his home to go to learn knowledge, only Allah will send Malaika from the heaven that will put their wings before him to walk over. And as long as he's walking to the knowledge and until he returns back to his place, they will be praising Allah and asking Allah to increase this person in knowledge and to forgive their sins and to make life easy for them. Amen. So may Allah bless all those who have come a long way. And those who can come from a short distance, those who are here all the time, those who are here for the first time, anybody with a dilemma, with a difficulty, with a problem, anybody who is not feeling well, anybody who is having thing that they are finding unbearable in their life, may Allah remove it. And may Allah give them that which will make their life easy. Amen. I pray and I ask Allah to heal everyone who needs healing. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to support all those who need support. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the people who are suffering all over the world. In war zones, may Allah stop the wars. In places whereby the rulers are harsh and wicked, may Allah remove them and exchange them by better rulers. Amen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give shoes to those who are barefooted. May Allah clothe those who are walking without clothing their back. May Allah water those who are thirsty. May Allah feed those who are hungry. May Allah shelter those who are sitting without shelter. May Allah give the orphans homes and people to love them and care for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give tawfiq and success. For those people who are seeking success in this world, in doing good and acting good. May Allah guide those people who need guidance. May Allah heal those who are sick. May Allah employ those who are unemployed. May Allah give success to those people who are seeking knowledge. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for those who are finding it difficult to forgive others. May Allah remove all the hatred and the anger from the heart of those people who are carrying anger and carrying grudges in their heart. May Allah purify our hearts and make them pure so that they will receive the mercy of Allah. May Allah give those people who are always supporting others the best so that they can carry with their support. O Allah, shower us with mercy. O Allah, put mercy in our heart so that we are able to forgive others. O oh Allah, give us to fear and success in this world so that we are successful in the hereafter. O oh Allah, increase us in knowledge and understanding of knowledge. Rabbi zidna ilma wa fahma, fahhm min <iniz> al-rashidin. Ya Rabbi zidna ilma wa fahma, fahhm min rashidin Ya Rabbi zidna ilma wa fahma, fahhm min al-rashidin. Ya Rabbi hayyik lana min Amrina rashada. wajal ajal ma'unata Husna lana madada. Bil awliya, bil shalihina, bi jam'ihim. Man jaa'ana al-Qur'an an'hum murshida. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the scholars that Allah will raise their status. Those who have passed away, may Allah forgive their sins and increase them in status and raise them to the highest, loftiest place with the Prophet Those who are living, may Allah increase them in knowledge and allow them to be able to spread their knowledge. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the awliya, those who are closest to him, that Allah will bless them and bless our gathering with them. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the students who are here who are striving to increase their understanding of Allah. Allah will make it easy for them. To increase their understanding of the beloved Sayyidina Muhammad Sallam, that they will be closer to him. Sallam. May Allah make it easy for us to remember Allah. And to remember Rasulullah. Sallam and to remember the goodness that we come from and the goodness that we're supposed to do. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anybody here who's seeking to be married, may Allah marry them. My daughter who's sitting here, Amina is to be, inshallah, engaged tomorrow with somebody called Ismail sitting here. May Allah make it easy for her. And may Allah make it easy for Ismail. And may Allah join them together in peace and harmony. And may Allah bestow upon them that what he has bestowed upon Adam and Hawa. And that which he bestowed upon Sayyidina Ibrahim and Sarah, Sayyidina Ibrahim and Hajir, that which he bestowed upon Sayyidina Muhammad and Khadija, Kobra, and Aisha, and, ya rabbal alameen, Hafsa, and... All the wives of the Prophet ﷺ and that which he bestowed upon Ali and Fatima radiyallahu ta'ala anha. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them that which will bring them the fruits that will bring them success here and success in the hereafter. And all those who are married sitting with me, may Allah keep them with their partners and keep us all. I am included in that harmony and peace and love until we part from one another and only increases the love to one another and give us success in this world and in the hereafter. If we have children, may Allah raise them to be pious and righteous. If we have no children, may Allah give us children. And if we are seeking and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala success in any endeavor that we go through, may Allah give us success. And this place, may Allah make it a place of knowledge, understanding of knowledge, and may Allah bring people from all over the place to come to understand, to be guided to Allah. If we have wronged anybody, may Allah forgive us. If anybody wronged us, may Allah forgive them. And if anyone seeking understanding that he cannot get from us. May Allah give them people to them that understanding. May Allah make us just in what we say, just in what we do, and always doing that which Allah will be pleased with. لَمَرْبِي ولى إخواننا الذين ثبّعون بالإيمان وارتفع في قلوبنا غلال الذين آمنوا ربنا إجناك رأو ف الرحيم ربي اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الرحمين ربي اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الرحمين ربي اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الرحمين وافرناك ربنا وليك المصير الصلاة والسلام عليك يا سيدي يا رسول الله الصلاة والسلام عليك يا سيدي يا نبي الله والسلام عليك يا سيدي يا الله Salatu wassalamu alayka ya Imam al-Mursaleen Salatu wassalamu alayka ya Khatam al-Nabiyyin Salatu wassalamu alayka ya Shafi'i al-Mudnibyin Salatu wassalamu alayka ya Khayra khalqillahi ya I forgot, I'm going to ask Allah I'm going to ask you to ask Allah as well Next Sunday, inshallah The nikah or the marriage of my son Ahmed Which will be in, inshallah, long far away from here In uh, a city Called Newcastle Far away I don't know why he married too far away but Alhamdulillah May Allah make it easy for him and may Allah join him and his wife to be Sarah in the best of joining and may Allah give them tawfiq and success here and hereafter and give them a family that will carry on with the heritage that we have received. Ya Rabbana awrithna khayrah waj'alna min abidika alwarithin wa salli wa sallim ala Sayyidna Muhammad al-Nabi al-Amin wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim bi salati lam yusalli bimithliha makhluk صلاة تجل عن الصلوات تفوق صلاة المصلين عليه في الأرضين والسماوات ننفرد بها في الدنيا ونفوذ بها على الممات صلاة تقربنا بها منك إليك لأن بها يا ربنا من أقرب الأقربين إليك ومن أحب المحبوبين يا رب العالمين والآله وصحبه وسلم تستيبا كثيرا أنا ربك رب العزة ما يصفون على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Rabbil رب العالمين Rahman الرحيم Malik I ask Allah and I ask you to pray for one person inshaAllah Salih al Jafari and his son Abdul al Jafari. Those are people whom we learn from. Please may Allah forgive them and guide them wherever they might be and raise them. شيخ حسن الفاتح قريب الله ان شيخ الغريب الله الفاتح قريب الله الشيخ قريب الله ان شاء الله انا اذكر الله في الشيخ ابو صالح الشيخ عبد الغني يا رب العالمين انا اذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى والشيخ عبد المحمود الشيخ نور الدائم انا اذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى استاذ الشيخ الطيب بن البشير والغرش والد زين انا اذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى الشيخ ابن عبدين الشيخ الجيلاني الشيخ موسى الاحمر انا اذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى في الشيخ محمد احمد شيخ جمال والشيخ سيعقوب والشيخ مجلي انا يا الله سبحانه وتعالى فور الشيخ احمد الكردوفاني يا اسك الله فور الشيخ شريف يوسف الهندي والشيخ اسماعيل الولي انا يا الله سبحانه وتعالى فور ابراهيم الكباشي انا يا الله سبحانه وتعالى فور الشيخ الجعلي والشيخ البرعي انا يا الله سبحانه وتعالى فور اولد المشايخ واربدن البقيع اولد المشايخ واربدن مكهنا المعلى اولد المشايخ واربدن ايجيبت سيدنا الحسين، سيدة زينب، سيدة علي زنا العبدين، سيدة نفيسة، سيدة سكينة، وسيد عائشة، سيدة رقية، وسيدة عاتكة، والسيدة فاطمة النبوية، محمد بن الحنيفية، سيدنا علي البيومي، سيدنا علي البيومي يا رب العالمين الفع مغامه وعلي درجاته وفحم من نفحته ومدن المدد هي وروحي أبوك من الحداد ما ينذهد دون يا كريم، سيد الدردير، سيد الصاو، سيد الحفني، سيد يا رب العالمين اغفر لهم وارحمهم وعلم مقاماتهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين سيدنا احمد البدوي احمد الرفاعي سيدنا ابراهيم الدسوقي والحسن الشاذلي ولا كل ولي احمد الرفاعي الكبير وتششتي والسيد وردي والنقشبندي سيدنا عبد القادر الجيلاني يا رب العالمين والحسن البصري والجنيد والكرخي وابي داود البسطامي محي العربي والامام الغزالي والحسن الدباوي وحاطمه الطائي وسائر اهل زمانهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين رحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين عمر بن الفارض يا كريم ورابع العدويه من أحبوك يا كريم اغفر لهم وارحمهم ومن التي أودحته في قلوبهم إلا ما أودحت نصفا من ذلك في قلوبنا وجعلتنا من المحبين لك والعاشقين لك يا كريم وبالمحبين للرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الإمام الجوزولي يا أرحم الراحمين والإمام البصيري وكل من أحب المصطفى يا كريم أودع في قلوبنا من محبتهم محبة تجعلنا بها من العاشقين المحبين لك يا أرحم الراحمين ولحبيبك المصطفى ولآله أهل الصدق والوفا أن تكون لنا معين مزعفة وأن تبوئنا من الجنة غرفا وأن ترفع لهؤلاء الرجال والنساء الذين ذكرناهم مكانة عالية عندك يا كريم صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمين وآله وسلم سبحان ربك رب العلية عما يصفون وسلاما عن المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين لهم منا يا ربنا الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين